Oh, dear. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Oh Dear, presented by Bo's Bar and Stage. Back for another and hopefully our last Zoom episode, hanging out in the basement, knock on wood. As always, happy to be here one way or another. This episode is sponsored by our good friends, Stride Physiotherapy and Wellness. So, of course, we're going to chat with owners Blake and Jen Goring in just a little bit. I'm Ted Emmett, joined as always by the face that launched a thousand ships, Oh, sorry, I misspoke. The face that ate a thousand chips. Dustin Moore, how's it going? <laughs> I think you're pretty low on that. I'm like probably up in the million chips now. I meant today. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair. I'm old. It's my birthday tomorrow. So <laughs> I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty old. I'm, uh, but I, I couldn't be happier. I, you know, we're recording episode 12 I think before we record our next episode, it's going to be my daughter's second birthday and and my nephew's first. So happy birthday to them and myself, of course. Happy birthday to me. And uh, we have a little golf outing planned. Hopefully, if the if we hop into stage two, so I'm I'm amped. We the three of us when we had our interview with Blake and Jen last night, and I said, "How much do you want to bet the first thing Dustin says is in his intro is about his birthday and won't even give us a chance." to wish him a happy birthday before he brings up his own birthday. So old predictable, old reliable. Happy birthday, Dust. Yes, happy birthday. We'll get to that in a bit. Thanks, boys. You're looking young. <laughs> and while well, his birthday's not for a while, but Red Deer's newest fashion icon for Cabbage Patch Kids, Kevin Walsh, how's it going? <laughs> we don't have those sizes currently in stock. Well, so you got to wear clothes that are too big. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, th- I, I'm good. Thanks, Ted. You know, the weather is getting real and nice after we uh, had some rain. So I was out walking yesterday with the kids and just smelling the air like it smelled like summer. The trees are popping. Uh, it's beautiful out. So I talked about the weather, but screw you. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> screw you. It's just glad screw game. You, it's buddy. a glad game. You went to the weather well too much. So that's okay. You found the loophole. You forgot to mention that it's Dustin's birthday, but that's okay. Yeah, happy birthday, Dustin. And last and sometimes least well he's the master of finding shade ryan lund how's it going good uh, i'm just glad you remembered that's my that's my yeah, one took, skill you had a rough week and we'll talk about that later so yeah. i was taking it easy on you yeah i'm actually not doing that great uh watched the oilers lose two terrible games last weekend uh had another uh interesting thing happened to me on, on Sunday. I'll tell that story in a little bit. But yeah, so I've, I've had better days, Ted. Uh, well, it, it might get better, at least maybe for one guy. Dustin, because it's your birthday as a birthday gift, every time we open these episodes, I sit here and roast you guys and I get off scot-free. So as a early birthday gift, because your birthday's tomorrow, uh, what, May 28th, one free shot. Give me your best intro. Well, I'll do my best to just sit here and take it. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. That's a that's a great birthday present. So I'll go, uh, this guy must have been born on a highway because that's where most accidents happen. Good to see you, Ted Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you're going to, fun fact, I was an accident. So I <laughs> hope that went how you planned it. <laughs> Cause I sure didn't. Hey, that looks like that looks like fun. I want to go. No, I, no, I'm I'm uh, gonna do it. Okay, well, your birthday is in a it's week. Coming up, it's coming up in two weeks. Yeah, it's coming up eventually, right? So, all right. Now, next up, here's a guy that if he saved as much money as he spends on his hair, he could probably afford his own house by now. <laughs> Ted Emmett. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad I got to go last because Wait, you're going too. Yeah. Yep. No. So, okay. Because but this counts for November for your birthday. No, 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 no. 
Well, so because you two went first, I mean, I know you guys know Ted's the boss of this podcast. He runs the show. I don't know why you'd ever want to get in his bad book. So I'm going to stay in his good books. Ted, you're a great guy. I appreciate all the work you do. And whenever it's your birthday, happy birthday, buddy. Woof. Who's the suck up now? You guys, it was like two months ago. You guys all missed it, but that's okay. Balls, Kevin. (laughs) Hey, I liked it. Yeah, of course you did. I was, I was expecting a lot worse, but I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was still kind of a stupid idea. I still didn't like it, but (laughs) well, we'll get you next time too, Teddy. Don't worry. This, This could become a habit. So as we move into the glad game, which is brought to you by Beyond Insurance, they actually, they did a little something different this time. This is going to be fun for me. Uh, They always send us an ad read. Andy at Beyond always writes great ad reads. And this one's actually like a radio commercial. So it's one that you would get produced. So we're going to do a little live, well, somewhat live theater. So Walsh, I'm assigning you the role of announcer. Mm -hmm. Dustin, you're going to be the narrator. And Lund in the role he was born to play is going to be the sound effects. Perfect. (laughs) Whenever you're ready, guys, here we go for Beyond Insurance. Welcome to Speed Dating with your insurance broker. This is Matt Cassidy. Red Deer is his hometown. He's a lover of hockey, so much that he was the rules guy, a referee in the WHL. Fridays are his days for a craft beer on one of our local patios or cruising the bike trails with his toddler. Ding, ding, ding. Looks like you've made a connection. (laughs) Take the time and get to know your broker. Swipe right and book a date with the team at Beyond Insurance. From auto, home, farm, and commercial insurance, they have you covered. They're so good, you will find any reason to have a second date with them. Find them online or on socials at beyondinsurance.ca. You guys, you just did live theater. And Lund, my God. Have you ever heard of I've better? never been moved like that in my whole life. Yeah. Have you ever heard a better bell? I like that you had to pull up your phone for your lines of ding ding. <laughs> I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to get it wrong. There was so much emotion. Yeah. I couldn't believe how excited he got there. Yeah. I almost I almost jumped out of my seat. I thought I thought for sure you were gonna say ding dong and we'd have to start over. We could do it again. That was fun. <laughs> well, hey, maybe we'll maybe we'll work more of those in. Like good job. Well, they, like in live theater, right? Well, I guess in theater they do multiple takes, right? So <laughs> from the top, Kev. I didn't even need a second date with Beyond. I was just one date and, and just committed. They were so easy. I just committed to them right then and there. One they date. wooed you, hey? Yep. That's a good note to move into the glad game. So who wants to go first this time? I'll go first. Last time I, I had a, a worldwide thing I was glad for. This time it's it's more local, more personal. Uh, I'm just glad for, for good friends. Ted... Uh, you, Kevin Sreibosch and Cole Marion helped me uh, put in our boat rack this past weekend. You guys have done it the last few years. It's nice to know we can rely on on you guys and, and friends like you to to assist and stuff like that, even though the water was like one degree. <laughs> so we got it done. And yeah, thanks for thanks for all your help. Yeah, and I'm glad for Kevin Sreibosch because when he's there, the rest of us can just mail it in and pretend we're pushing that boat rack. Yeah. Hey, hey you look good in that uh, wetsuit and those... <laughs> And those suspenders. Oh yeah, hot girl summer. (laughs) That was the kickoff. So I guess I'm already talking. I'll go next. I'm glad for inspiring Albertans like Skylar Roth McDonald. Uh, You may or may not have heard about this. By the time it airs, he'll already have kicked off uh, what's called his Miles for Smiles campaign. It starts on June 1st and he is like 
quite literally running across Canada to raise awareness and money for the Canadian Mental Health Association. So when I say running across Canada, he's starting in Victoria and he is running to St. John, Newfoundland. So I think it's going to take him about 140 to 150 days, apparently. And he's going to be raising money the whole time. He has a goal of $50,000. So that's going to be ongoing. So if you want to follow along with his journey, support his cause, you could just find him on social media. I think it's pretty incredible. I mean, this guy's going to run across Canada and London and I have had like five serious conversations about getting a stair lift for the seven stairs from the, the front foyer there up to the kitchen. <laughs> so hopefully we can check in with him at some point along his journey, but really looking forward to following along with that. And that's that's pretty incredible. I can't even run around Anders on the lake. We can barely run on time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll go next. I'm going to take the really easy one. I'm really happy and encouraged to see the vaccine uptake um, across the province of Alberta. It's pretty incredible that it was only about three weeks ago from when we were recording when they opened up the vaccinations to those of us uh, 12 and older. And, and to see how far we've come in those three weeks is awesome. And I just really hope uh, that it continues here throughout the end of the summer and we can get second doses and it'll be fun when we can hit those milestones and, and get open for sure. You know, I'll, I'll build on that glad game. I'm just so glad for our restaurant friends and some of our partners that have supported us that now we can go and support them, whether it be patio and, and hopefully indoor dining sooner than later. But just to get back and, and see their faces and, and instead of just picking up food and, and supporting them that way, but just be able to communicate in person and support their businesses at, at their actual businesses. And, and not only that, but the mental health on, on everybody once we get kind of into further stages of stages of this plan, kids getting to be able to see grandparents and, and friends and, and play sports. And I know just myself, you know, you don't really think about it, that it's harming you that much, but then you realize how much you miss your friends when you actually do get to see them or, or family. So, you know, the open for summer, there's some people who, who don't believe it, some people who are bought into it. And I just hope everyone does it safely and, and we can continue on this and, and not see a fourth wave. All I know is that we're crushing it. Yeah, crushing it. <laughs> yeah, keep crushing it, everyone. Yeah. That's why he was 17 minutes late for the press conference because he was practicing that. How many times can I get crushing it into into this? Best yeah. hashtag best summer ever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that's that's great. And let's yeah, get out there, have fun, support local, and be safe. And stay fit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not promising anything on that one. So before we move on, because we're talking about things that make us glad, uh, a shout out to our presenting sponsor, Bose Bar and Stage, because something that actually happened just today um, and really is a sign that there's that light at the end of the tunnel is they announced a big concert at the beginning of 2022. Glorious Sons are coming to Red Deer. They're playing a, a two night show, two shows and two nights in Red Deer. And, and I know that's still a little ways away. And But it's just to show again, like Bose is such a huge hub for live music and I can only imagine like Brennan and Dustin and Ryan and Riley those guys going nuts without that live music there and and music fans going crazy too so just to see that and know that uh, we're, we're going to be able to see some live music soon uh, is pretty cool too so make sure you go to Bo's website if you are interested in that concert get your tickets I'm, I'm guessing they're not going to last very long as will uh, most concert tickets or events that come up in the near future yeah it's kind of cool to see like we're going to start hearing all these announcements of all these different businesses uh 
uh, whether it be concerts or hopefully sporting events soon or fundraising events in person. So uh, hopefully this is the first of many to come. And I'm really looking forward to not only Bose events, but but events all over the, the city. Ted, the one cool part with you mentioning that is their podcast, The Road the Stage. I've been listening to it and I am not a music guy or, or cultured by any means. So I texted you today and I said, well, is this Glorious Sons? Are they are they a pretty big band? And you were like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. And I went and looked at their schedule and they're literally playing like big arena shows. And, and then they're coming to Red Deer for two nights at Bose, which is like, it just goes to show how awesome Brandon and Dustin, Ryan and Riley treat bands that come in and, and just hearing the stories on their podcast just shows that. So it's, it's going to be pretty cool. I, like I said, I'm not a big music guy, but I've started to learn a little bit. I mean, Bose is an institution for live music, so that's that's pretty exciting. And speaking of institutions, is a, more a healthcare institution and quickly becoming a big one in Red Deer. We are going to go now chat with our episode sponsor, Stride Physiotherapy, Blake and Jen Goring. They came over to the backyard, which is, I don't know, becoming a, a fun little trend. Hopefully, we don't have to do it much longer, or maybe we'll still do it, but because we want to, not because we have to. So here we go. Well, welcome to the very first fireside chat. We're back in the backyard again. Weather seems to be cooperating. Wind might pick up, but we are with, well, former neighbors. We're, we're still a little bit sour about that, but Blake and Jen Goring from Stride Physiotherapy. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for sponsoring this episode and welcome back to Teasdale Drive. Thanks, guys. It's really good to be back on Teasdale Drive. <laughs> we, uh, I, I was saying this is my first time in Lund's backyard, even though I used to be the neighbor. So I used to just peep over their fence before. But uh, <laughs> thanks for having us, guys. And um, thanks for 11 episodes so far. Yeah, you remind me of Wilson from from Home Improvement. Uh, this is the first time I've seen from your nose down, Jen. That's right. Yeah, we have enough cord. We can put you in the other yard, and you can just do the interview from there if you're more comfortable. Yeah, I might, might feel, feel more yeah. comfortable. That'd be great. So, as we mentioned, Stride Physiotherapy. Dustin's not here tonight, which is probably shocking to both of you because you probably see him more than any other client. He is a broken man. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> his body is not a temple, but that is okay. That's well, what is. we're here for. It's just for. the one where like monkeys take over and shit all over everything. That's the type of temple his body is. Like, do you ever experiment on him since he's in there so often? Like, hey, I just saw this, this new method I want to try out. And if it doesn't work, you can't already wreck something that's that broken, right? I don't think he stopped seeing me because I think <laughs> he, he thought Jen would be nicer. So I can't really speak to that point. She couldn't actually. be meaner. I can tell you that from experience. We'll get to that a bit. A oh, bit he later said she too. was. He said he regretted the decision. That's what he told me. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he just complains less with me. <laughs> so I guess first off, I think coming on three years now. So just tell us a bit about the clinic, the history. And I know you, you do quite a bit there. So tell us about uh, what Stride has to offer. Well, yeah, uh, June 26th will be our third anniversary, actually, which is crazy. It's especially the last year, as for everybody, seems to be like a bit of a blur. But yeah, it's been awesome um, being in East Hill Center. And we just love our space. We love our clinic. Jen and I both got started at different clinics in our physio careers. And we, when we got together, it just made a ton of sense that husband and wife doing the same thing could potentially have our own business and do our own thing. So I think what, what happened a lot is people like Kevin, actually, who was our accountant at the time, and Corey Kloss, who was doing some investment stuff with us. We had a lot of people that were working with us were had faith that we could actually do it and go out on our own, which I think maybe we had some doubts about, but we had enough support with our friends and in the community and people that were helping us out that we thought we could make it happen. So what uh, what drew the both of you to physio? Was it something that you grew up wanting to do or did one day you just uh, light switch click and you guys decide, let's, let's give this a shot? 
Yeah, for me, I think ever since I was young, I think I knew healthcare was going to be my future. Like I I have a strong interest. I, I really loved physiology. I really loved biology. I liked learning how the body worked. I definitely liked the science aspect more than the art. So I think maybe a surprise of physio is it's a mix of both because mm. not everybody's the same. But uh, yeah, healthcare for sure for me. And then I think as time went on, I kind of decided in, um, in my early undergrad that I'd go into physio. And I think for me, it was just a lot of my own injuries growing up and seeking the rehab profession. I think the rehab profession's come a long way in the last 15 years as well. So I think coming from a profession, I guess, that was going to be a little bit more frontline to keep people active was really exciting and appealing to me. Yeah, for me, my body being banged up playing sports and stuff like that was the biggest catalyst, I think, and how quickly you could get back with somebody helping you out. And um, when I played junior hockey, our trainer was a physiotherapist and she went above and beyond to help our team and and get our guys back going again. So I think that was a big part of it for me. And uh, it actually worked out pretty good. You know, for me, I didn't didn't start seeing you, Blake, until about a year and a half ago because I didn't start exercising at all until about a year and a half ago. So, you know, it never got injured laying on the couch. But, you know, it's been, I remember too, the first time I saw you and Dustin said, oh, it's going to, it's going to hurt. I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. And I thought, oh my God, like, I, what did we do? Are we that bad in neighbors? Like, do you ever, do you ever feel bad knowing the pain you're putting people through? Or do you at least know, like, it is no pain, no gain? Because I feel great afterwards, but I know it's going to suck when I go. I'd say a big part of it is early on, you're a little more self-conscious about that. They're like, what am I doing to people? This just makes you feel a little bit bad. But after a while, I think you really understand that there's a little bit that has to go into it in order to make a change. And I think what keeps you humble and keeps you aware of those things is getting treated yourself. So just so happens that Jen had to throw some needles in me there last weekend because I tried to rollerblade. Huge baby. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Not so good. But I tried to, I dusted off the rollerblades for the first time in 10 years and decided to push nice. my son. And my rollerblade wheel got like literally shredded apart. And it's like, I don't know how old it was, but blew apart and I couldn't use my one skate. So I did basically T pushed myself for like almost 2K and I was just a mess. So. I got treated and it was a bit of a reminder of what awful things we tend to do to people sometimes in order to get them better. Well, I know you like, and maybe it's just because we know each other better. You like to talk people through, but to me, it's the equivalent of like when the dental hygienist asks you a question with four fingers in your mouth, right? Like I'm trying to answer, but I'm also like trying to put on a brave face. Meanwhile, I'm sweating buckets too, right? Like I don't <laughs> even think I sweat that much during a workout. Maybe Dustin and I are big babies too, but it's, it's worth it. And outside of just physiotherapy too, like you offer quite a bit, right? Yeah. So we uh, we started a multidisciplinary clinic. One of our goals was to reduce any barriers to healthcare. And so what we thought about was, you know, it's best if somebody's seeking a service to do everything under one roof. And I think for us, I think physio is a big part for physical health, but we also know that we're only one piece to the puzzle. And so we also offer massage therapy. Uh, we have a th- athletic therapy as well. And then in those, we we sort of have, I guess, some subspecialty areas where each person on our team almost has their subset of specialty. So we can treat a wider population of people, whether that's concussion therapy, exercise therapy. Uh, we have women's health. We have specific types of massage as well. And then we also have a variety of products. So we do uh, bracing, just over-the-counter bracing, custom bracing, and uh, compression stockings as well. When should someone come and see you guys? Is it right after an injury? Is it just if they're feeling a little tight? Is it if they get uh, advice from their doctor? When do you go see a physiotherapist? I would say a big thing that we do is everybody thinks of a rehab is, is, is what our main goal is. And I think 
it's starting to shift a little bit more where people are considering the idea of prehab. So getting to a problem before it starts. And I think mostly it's reactive because everybody lives busy lives. And, and that's a really hard thing to be able to keep up with all your aches and pains while your busy lives are going on at the same time. So I think we see th- people deal with things reflexively most of the time but you know with just getting to know people there's a lot of people that are just a book regularly to have a little bit of a tune-up from time to time and i think that that helps to keep them doing whatever they like to do i think you're kind of seeing a little bit of both that way so that's changed over the years like in the past it used to be just after injury and nowadays it's a bit of both I would say there's a lot more awareness to health than there used to be on on a holistic level. I think people are more aware of what they're putting in their bodies for diet. I think people are trying to get better. And I think with more information and technology is that, yeah, people are just trying to live a little bit better overall lives. And I think part of that is just taking care of things sometimes before they get to be beyond repair. That's smart. That's a good idea. Something I've never considered before. (laughs) That's a shocker, Lenny. I, I was just also going to make a comment too when, when Ted said he didn't get injured laying on the couch. We actually do see a, a big population of people who, who have sedentary lifestyles, right? So if you're the well, type of- doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they need a new couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're sitting at their desk for long periods of yeah. time. So they all have all sorts of chronic tension and tightness in their back and their neck and headaches. So yeah, we, we see those people too. How do I know if I should go to the doctor first or just come to you guys? Like that's always my struggle. I'm like, is this, do I need a doctor to tell me what to do? Or can I just go to you guys and you tell me? Because the doctor is probably just going to say, go see Stride. Yeah. So in order to get physiotherapy, you don't need a doctor's prescription. The only caveat to that, I guess, would be there's very few extended health benefits that require, but for the, you know, 90% of people, you don't need Uh, you don't need a doctor's prescription. So typically it makes sense just to save yourself a step and just give us a shout. You know, the doctor is either going to refer you on or they're going to be able to prescribe you some medication if the pain is severe enough. So I guess that would be advantageous to go. But otherwise, you know, normally just come see us. Have you guys ever had someone come see you and it was like clear that they should not be there and they should go like to emergency instead? Probably not on the lighter note, but will you recognize something that's out of your scope that doesn't really make sense in the physio world? Does it make sense in general? And then you obviously find out down the road that it was something that's that we don't treat. And more often than not, I think it's it's something that's relatively treatable. Blake and I were reminiscing about these stories over the weekend. So I did have a patient who came to me that could have been men's health, but at the the time in my career, I was about <laughs> I was about one year into practice. And so, you know, I tried to be very professional and, and follow through the whole assessment. But his complaint, and and I mean rightfully so, it was a fair complaint, was the tip of his genitals was numb and that was it and so i couldn't assess him obviously yeah so what's the what's the treatment for that just asking asking for a friend (laughs) full treatment plan please (laughs) so how did it turn out for dustin (laughs) (laughs) you know so i i referred this guy on to somebody who who specialized in that area and i don't know what happened to him but uh yeah that was one i didn't quite know what to do with Okay, that was going to be my next question was what was the weirdest either explanation of an injury or like they shouldn't have been there because it was they stubbed their toe and they came and saw you and it wasn't even sore like something ridiculous. Hey man, turf toes no joke. <laughs> With this long grass, it's, it definitely is no joke. We need a gardener here. Yeah, do you guys just try to do gardening too? <laughs> That'll be our next episode sponsor. Okay. Yeah, we should find a gardener. <laughs> You know, I 
I don't really have any really bizarre injuries, I don't think. You know, I think one of the... the f- it's just humorous, I think, from a... Again, this is going sexual, but... So, so, well, so somebody yeah. injured themselves while they were having uh, yeah. relations with their spouse. So I, I've had yeah. a few of those. A lot which, of bedroom injuries, for, for them, sure. Yeah. Good, good for them is right, <laughs> but it's always funny when they start uh, explaining it and they're a little bit sheepish. But I guess if I take that to the next level, I think I, I've had some bizarre things happen during treatment. So not necessarily what people are coming in for, but this one I was a... I was a student and so I had a supervisor. I was on one of my clinical placements and I had this man standing in front of me. He was facing away from me and I was assessing his lower back. So I asked him to bend to touch his toes and I'm not sure why I did this. I was trying to look at his (laughs) hips and his pelvis. So I was kneeling. So you can imagine that essentially my eyes were level (laughs) with his backside. Mm -hmm. And so you guys know where this is going. As he bent over, he, of course, you know, let gas go right in my face. (laughs) Did you react or did you just like ignore it? I didn't. I like, I think like most people are kind of that like, oh, right. (laughs) Like, oh, shoot. Uh, Sort of reaction. And I think I just kind of kept talking through it. And well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, those are times I guess that I wish I wore a mask when I was treating. Do people, do people toot quite a bit when you're working on them? Yeah. Cause I know I, if I look like I'm in pain, Blake, it's not because I'm in pain. I'm just holding one in. You know, it happens enough that we could potentially have a pet duck in in the office. There's a there's a few cracks, but who, like it, it gets the point is yeah. nobody really it's cares. It's like yoga too. You know, they just come out. <laughs> yeah, it's typically when when people are changing positions on the bed, right? So if they're laying on their back and you ask them to you know hop on their stomach nope. or something. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So you, you heard it here first. Don't feel bad when you let one go at Stride yeah. Physio. <laughs> so I will. First thing I'll say is. You know, I don't know why guys are shy talking about sex injuries. You'll know if I come in with one of those because I'm going to be, st- I'm going to kick the door open, <laughs> strut in with my chest puffed out and say, I'm hurt. <laughs> Guess how? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Based on last episode, I don't know. It doesn't sound like things are going so well in that department. I said if, not when. (laughs) That'll be the day, right? Speaking of guys doing weird things, obviously we were talking about this a bit before. Uh, London and I always talk about, even now we're back here recording and we always wonder, what would the neighbors think? Now, even in the the short time where where I lived here before you two moved, like you had to have looked out the window and and saw some weird shit every now and then. (laughs) Well, just don't phrase it like that. We're if pretty normal people. Uh, well, good job on the fire, Lund. It's just all smoke now. Give it a few minutes. Lundy's house has uh, known to to throw a few bangers of of some parties. I think so there's been a few bachelor parties here. The the Chubbs tournament, the blow up like bouncy castle for the adults pub, yeah. that you had. It was actually that a was, blow up pub. Yeah. That was pretty special. We liked that one actually because it kept the sound in a little bit better. And I, I, you I know what? I was actually I was FaceTiming with my parents when on the on our deck when you guys started to blow that up. And as soon as that thing started going up, I started laughing and I was like, you guys got to check this out. <laughs> so, so they got a nice preview over FaceTime time of this big blow up castle in the backyard. I 
uh, so I know the guys that, that we rented that from. So we were out golfing while they were blowing it up. So I had no idea what it was going to look like. I wasn't even sure how big it was. And then we, as soon as you drove up to the house, you could see it from the front yard, <laughs> how, how big it was. And I thought, oh no, what, what did I order? But it, it worked out perfectly. You could fit like 20 guys in that thing. And yeah, it, it hopefully it kept some of the noise in. Yeah. Until, until the breaker blew in. It deflated. deflated it and never just stayed in it. And it still haven't like fixed midnight. the outlet. That's a shocker you didn't fix the outlet is that you, you tend to keep your yard in such pristine shape, Blundy. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised there wasn't still ice here from before we moved that I might slip on as yeah. we kind of walked I, I took care of that last week, Blake. <laughs> yeah, you must have hated like our our walk. It was always like a war of attrition who, who would shovel. I could tell that there was a bit of a battle going on there who would actually eventually do they it. They both lost. One of my favorite mornings was when I, I was out shoveling and Lundy came out, walked across his entire front pathway and looks at me and is like, whew, snowed quite a bit last night. <laughs> and then got in his car and drove away. Well, I was going to work, Jen. <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know about living with Lundy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was funny. I was uh, just waiting for the snowfall to stop, so I didn't have to shovel multiple times. It's, it's work. multiple times a season. <laughs> yeah, I just try and shovel once per season. Uh, uh, smart. Work smarter, not harder, Jen. <laughs> That's a good lesson. Thank you. Uh, I think the other there there was quite a few. I mean, we used to have spike ball. I think was pretty common in this backyard. So I think there was a a few fence hops usually to get the ball. Yeah, our balls our, our balls went in your yard quite a bit. So, <laughs> and, yeah, and then I noticed no you guys put a lock on your back gate <laughs> <laughs> after it went over there a few times. I'm hoping that wasn't us, sense. and I'm hoping no, that our was bottles just got burglars. stolen. And then I took it personally, I think, oh, and yeah. threw a, a lock on there. Yeah, and then I I think the other site that I can't uh, wipe away from my memory was seeing uh, Dustin in a man size diaper there was a it was a baby it was shower yeah just tuesday night it's yeah, <laughs> it a baby shower for his daughter and i we have a there was a garage at the back of the house so i came out of the garage and dustin was pulling his pants down on the deck <laughs> and he was like oh hey jen <laughs> nothing to see here and then later that night he was uh wilson over uh popping over the fence with his man-sized diaper <laughs> Well, he told us he basically forced London and I to host a diaper party. I didn't know what I just thought we just put on diapers and had a party. So that's what we did. You don't have to use the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no, you still got to use the bathroom. And as Blake and, and us found out, when you burn those diapers, they, they reek. So I don't think uh, for anybody that wants to have a diaper party, don't don't burn them afterwards. Just throw them in the garbage. <laughs> yes, I would agree <laughs> with that for sure. That was in my like nose for at that. least two weeks afterwards. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I mean, this is another life lesson you learn along the way, I guess. <laughs> so before we go too far down memory lane and keep throwing dust in under the bus, we'll talk a little bit more about... You do, you know, stride physiotherapy and you two are big parts of the community as well. And you do a, a lot of stuff outside of it too. Like I know, for example, you know, you do the, the concussion seminars and stuff like that. So maybe talk a bit about all that, the other stuff you do, because it is more than just a job for you too, right? Like it's, it's your lifestyle, just like the couches for Lund. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think philosophy for us is, as Ted would call me, I'm a transplant into Red Deer. I'm actually a transplant into Alberta. Where are you from, Jen? I am from Goddard, Ontario. So a small town on in southwestern Ontario on, on Lake Huron. So I think for me, I mean, Blake was born and raised here and I, of course, wasn't. But I think Blake sort of already talked about how People kept nudging us to open our own space and to open our 
own clinic, which we ultimately did. And I think we honestly had moments before we opened those doors to say, will people come? Will people enter? You know, will, will people drive business for us? And uh, I think for us, we were pleasantly surprised. We grew faster than either of us could have ever imagined. So I think in turn, the people that trusted us and supported us, I think it's really easy to in turn trust and support this community because they showed up for us in a big way. And if we can do any small part, you know, to keep Red Deer what it is and and growing, I think that's a really easy sell for us. And then you can speak to our initiatives. Yeah, it's kind of neat, neat, I think, especially when you grow up in a town and you have an opportunity to work there, just how many people give you the benefit of the doubt, no matter what, you know, wh- whether it's your, your friends, your your parents, friends, relatives, the people that taught you like forever ago, it's just we had a lot of support. So it was, it was kind of cool to try to think of some initiatives to give back. One of our big things was during the month of May, which is National Physiotherapy Month, is that we tried to figure out something to do to give back to the community or find an organization that seem to speak to us a little bit on how they're involved in the community. So every year we've done something to try to reach out with a group. And that's been really cool. It's just a, and you get to know a little bit of some of the non-for-profits and the charity organizations in right here, which is really neat. So we worked the first year with the Spire um, Special Needs Center. And then the second year we worked with the Child Advocacy Center of Red Deer or Central Alberta. And then this year was the Lending Cupboard. So all really awesome organizations that do a good job of providing services within the community. And yeah, it's just neat to try to think of different ways that you can help out or give back. I know we've got a video out now that uh, the Bose guys did, the Communal Creative Studios. They have a name now. Uh, where we went, you guys fit us for compression socks, gave us a run assessment. How important is it to um, for people to take advantage of those items and those services that your clinic offers? Because that's something I, I never really thought about too before we went and did that. But those are huge things, like you say, prehab. I guess, what would you would you suggest basically anyone goes and at least looks into it, whether you're you're feeling any kind of pain or not? I would say a big thing that we try to do is just be transparent. So if, for, if someone comes in there, they're getting into running and they want to have a running assessment, it's, it's just a great way to get started so that you have a few things that you can look on to or work on while you start running to try to stay out of the clinic for the most part. And I think that's what you want to get is people getting better and, and not having to come back. And, you know, if they do come back, it's for something else. So I think those services are just, if they're they're a good fit for someone, you just transparent, this might work well for you. And you know, half the battle in the initial stage is just the education of why this might help or why it might not. So I think things like a running assessment or, you know, assessment in general, if, if somebody has a worry about something like that is that you can really just it doesn't have to be the painful experience that maybe you've experienced ted yeah you're really selling the good ted it, you can you <laughs> can no really pain, no gain i'm gonna keep saying that like still go but just don't think it's gonna be like a nice massage that's all <laughs> i'm just saying there's there's a lot of power and in information and i think if people have an idea of what's up is that they can you know take it you know their own health in their own hands so that they don't need to rely on someone else to do it and I will say on that note, whenever I go, like I, I do come out of it feeling like I learned something because you don't just fix or try to fix what's going on. As you explain why it's happening, what you're working on, you know, what muscles are doing what. And I actually think like when I go out and run and that I'm more conscious of what I'm doing when I'm running too. So I think that's a that's a pretty cool service. And I'd like to challenge Lund if he ever goes to see you to try and, and come back and report what he learned from you guys. Cause I'd like to I'd like to see him try and reiterate that. I did see Blake years ago before they started Stride. And yeah, he did he did beat me up a little bit too. 
I, I think I came in uh, for my for my lower back, and what I really learned is that you were you worked on a lot of other areas of my body because it was it's all connected somehow, and that's something I like I wouldn't even think about. I remember you were working on my my legs and my my shoulders for for my lower back, and I I didn't understand, but you explained it to me, and I no one had ever done that. They would just treat the area that was injured before, so. You fixed me then, and I might have to come back and see you because I've got one of those office jobs where I'm pretty sedentary during the day. And he's got one of those lifestyles where he's pretty sedentary during the night. So. And I've got one of those roommates where I just want to... <laughs> you're going to say that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> doesn't live here anymore. So, Blake, for you, like, you know, when you do that, is that is that part of like a conscious, like part of what you guys want to do as a service? Or is that just who you are because you love, you know, a lot of people like love what they do and they love sharing what they do? Or is it a bit of both? I think that's something it's just when Jen and I try to cook up what we wanted to do with our profession, it's just more about finding your philosophy and working with it. it. And I think in a lot of ways is you want somebody to feel informed, taken care of, feel like they're your priority. And I think those are things that I like when I, you know, try to reach out for a service in the community and often get pretty grumpy when I, you know, don't have that kind of experience. So I think we kind of took some of the things that we've experienced in other other industries that we've tried to get, whether it's healthcare or, or even like apparel or something like that, and then try to apply that across the board to what we try to do. So I think it, it's really about trying to create a relationship with somebody so that they can actually trust you. And, it, you know, when you do work on something that seems completely unrelated to the problem they came in for is they don't think you're crazy. I didn't think you're crazy, man. I just thought, just thought you're experimenting on me. <laughs> That's all. A little bit of both. Yeah. And speaking of apparel, thank you. You know, if you're listening, you can't see. We have these uh, fancy new Stride physiotherapy hats. We're just gonna keep doing interviews because we just keep getting stuff. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice to see you guys too. But <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, we like the stuff. I'm we doing it for the good the of the community. Yeah, I'm doing it for the good of the community, Ted. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't put value in materialistic things. I'm just doing it, hang with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I do it for every, all of it. The hats are just a nice bonus, but, but you do have the apparel. Um, and one thing I, I, I like about Stride too is, is following you on social media, Jen. I know you. You know, especially Instagram, you take that pretty seriously and take a lot of pride in it too. If you don't follow Stride Physiotherapy on Instagram, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn a lot. Like, how much time do you think a week, a day? Is it a lot that you put into to thinking about that and planning it out? Because I know, I know what I'm gonna post. Usually, I shouldn't say the secret. Like five minutes before I post it, but do you? Th- think it out pretty pretty far ahead? No, I don't, honestly. I I think it's a mix of both. Like I I think sometimes I'll try to go over the course of the month and outline, okay, what's happening this month and like our standard things we post. And then there's also off the cuff things that just that just happened. So it's kind of a mix of both. You know, again, social media and healthcare is is sort of interesting. You know, you I think I often think about why am I doing it, right? And I think, you know, one of the best comments I, I've gotten is people come and say, I can tell Stride cares about the community based on following you on social media. And that makes me really happy. That's a big part of, I think, what we try to post about. We're sharing our community involvement. And then in addition to that, we, of course, also try to share health tips related to to our business in our in our industry. And so, yeah, gosh, if one person sees that and, and that's helpful, that that's good enough for whatever amount of time that I that I put into that. So I do a mix of both. Uh, with it. It's evolved over time. It's changed over time. I'm still learning how to do it. I'm not the most proficient at it, but some content is being created and that's great. And my other question, you can answer this honestly. Did either of you do Lund's yoga class? 
You know what? I didn't. I can't oh remember what God. we were doing. You know, I saw a clip on your social media, though, which I liked the, what do we call it? The Lundy Nasty. Yeah, no, it's a, the, the Lundy Asana. The Lundy Nasty is a different type <laughs> yeah, of which uh, you might see him in the clinic for later. Yeah, that's my, ne- that's my next video. It's yoga after dark. Uh, yeah, with the snacks. I mean, gosh, that's my type of yoga. Yeah, that, I got a lot of good feedback with that move, so. I might, I might have to create, I, th- I may have found a new calling, but I was, I was pretty sore after that class. <laughs> so I might have to do yoga and then come see you guys right afterwards. Ask if anyone came to see you because of Lund's yoga class. You know what? If it's hard, it probably means you need to do it more often. I, I know I do. Yeah, I for sure do. hundred percent. Uh, you guys mentioned your three year anniversary is coming up here. So you've, you've been in business for about two years and 11 months. What's been the biggest learning during that time for you? Is, is there something that surprised you from starting a new business? And is there something you would do different if you could do it all over again? Those are great Those questions. Are, it's, a loaded, it's a loaded question. So take your time. Yeah, there's not one. The learning curve was steep and we're not done learning for sure. I mean, school teaches me how to be a physio. It didn't teach me anything about business ownership or entrepreneurial even traits. It didn't teach me any of that. We're lucky, I think, to have lots of lots of friends who have specific roles that have helped us along the way. We have family that we're able to bounce ideas off of. So a huge learning curve, I think, to compound that learning curve learning how to run and operate a business as a husband and wife while also still being a husband and wife, of course, yeah, has what's its that? challenges too. What's that? Like spill the tea. <laughs> well, and now parents too in the last year. Yeah. Year? Yeah. Yeah. Almost a year old. What it's been like is honestly, it's been great owning a business with Blake. I think uh, we were eight months married. I think when when Stride opened, I think is <laughs> <He's just laughs> like that. Bliss. It's so much bliss that I can't even I can't even tangibly count how many months it was. He's just remembering all the yeah. He's just reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I honestly I think we might have been on our honeymoon reading lease agreements or something, but yeah. If I answer the question, what it's like being a husband and wife ownership, it's it's really great. I think the biggest challenge associated with that is figuring out how to separate your business from your home life. And we're not perfect by any means. I think it was really easy for us to kind of think about it 24-7 and not maybe smell the roses along the way in some respect, right? The, the, the to-do list just seemed never ending is what I'd say, right? And I think in some way, if we can find a silver lining in COVID, which I realize there aren't many, but that was a really great point for Blake and I, I think, to sit back and look back. And we really took some downtime during that and I think looked at it in a different way. And so I think that helped shift our mindset. But the nice thing is, is we took... just a a story, but we took one of those personality tests, like right before we opened our business. So we decided we were opening, we're already married. And so we took one of those strength finder tests and the things that came up on, on Blake's, the traits that came up on his, it specifically said, so he was an achiever and it said, as you're an achiever personality, you should be with somebody who's disciplined and focused to help you get stuff done. And I was both those things. So (laughs) successfully, I was like, well, well, Blake, not only is our business going to be successful, our marriage is going to last. So that was promising. Yeah. And so (laughs) Jen, to to give Jen all the credit is that she is the primary, the chief organizer of all things Stride. And I think without her, even during her mat leave recently, 
without her behind the scenes making all the little moves of organization, I think that we probably would have struggled quite a bit. I, I think my surprise was basically how much time business takes because I felt like at the point when we started, I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm getting good at my job as a physio. You know, still some room to grow, but I'm getting better. And then you got to take on this whole new persona of business owner. So we worked so much when we first started that we basically saved business for weekends. So we would work seven days a week and really didn't have time for anything. So I think one of the things that we've learned mostly between COVID and then having our little guy, Malcolm, is to be able to slow down and trust people more and hand off and delegate because I think, you know, your team needs to be able to work together to create like the overall product. And it can't just be from two people's minds and you can't do it all. That was one thing that I thought I was able to like, I'm going to learn how to do everything. And I can't remember uh, hardly anything from like (laughs) the first nine months of what we did, like uh, to operate our computers. Like sometimes I'll try to be a hero at the front desk if no (laughs) one's standing there. And then I'll quickly wave in one of our assistants to come save the day because I, you you just can't learn it all. And I think, you know, trusting in the team around you has been really helpful for us. Now that you bring that up, a good question. How many people, how big is your team? How many uh, people work for Stride right now? So we have uh, five physios, an athletic therapist and two massage therapists, and then a, a handful of staff. Right and now. one of our physios is on mat leave right now, actually. So that would technically be sick. So it's it's been a big growth because that space seemed huge at first. With just Jen and I there, it seemed like, you know, you just hear echoes everywhere and it was quiet. And a lot of people talk to that. You know, people that have seen us for a while have been like, it used to be so nice and quiet in here. And, you know, it just happens when, when things grow and you get really good people around you. I think we've been um, very fortunate to have our team grow and the people that we do have with us are phenomenal physios and even better people. So you guys have a, have a full building now or full office now. Do you, any, any plans for expansion in the future or is that too soon to start talking about maybe having another location or like, would you guys set up another location in town or would you set up another location in a different, in a different city at all? And if you did, I'm sure this is where you wanted to make that <laughs> announcement. <too. laughs> well, I don't think they're doing it. Like, Well, this- since Lundy put us on the spot, maybe he can finance us another building or something like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I know where I know where you guys live, so <laughs> no, I think I think all those things are possibilities that you never want to say no to any anything if it makes sense and if it works out. And I think obviously Red Deer is our chief or primary area that we like to to do business, but also I go to Settler. I was actually just there today and I go out there and it's a wonderful community and there's awesome people there too. So I think just not putting limits or caps on anything, but also making realistic moves too, is I think it's easy to get ambitious of what you want to try to accomplish, but it's another thing to make sure that it, it does work out. So we're both pretty pragmatic people. So I think for the most part, we beat something to death before we actually make a decision on it. So I think there's definitely different things in store and different opportunities have presented themselves. So we'll we'll see where the future takes us. Yeah. Sometimes we argue about things. <laughs> so to me in London, we've, we're doing better than ever. <laughs> and he puts his shoes away now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I, I'm just, I just might generate us some business. So yeah. 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 Almost did that day. Someone getting thrown down the stairs. Yeah, how do you fall down the stairs? (laughs) We've been over this. Uh, Jen, I know you said you brought a game that's going to test our our core strength. So I'm trying to delay this as long as possible and drag it out. And I want to see if you guys either point to or describe like uh, a body part or a muscle or or what. (laughs) Grow up. (laughs) Yeah, we got to teach Lund some some basic stuff here. Uh, Like, you know, like your knee. And I want to know if these guys can guess what the size or the proper medical name for it is. There is zero chance. Okay. Well, you never know. Hold on. 
Uh, cheek. <laughs> Medical. Uh, orbital bone. That's your. That's your. That's your smile, Axel. Oh, I should say for described audio, it's, she's pointing just your, just uh, below her cheekbone. Cheek joint. Your jaw. <laughs> yes, it's called your temporomandibular joint. Oh my god, <laughs> which is also referred to as your TMJ. Okay, let's use oh, English okay. words, not I've Latin heard that words, before. please. <laughs> Too much joy. Is that how you get lockjaw? Yes. Have you had lockjaw before? I think so. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about that. How, how'd you get? Are you one of the people from these stories at the clinic? Yeah. Yeah. Numb penis. <laughs> I am numb penis. <laughs> so I guess it, it, in reference is to say if we say this. Oh, that's your. Like, so like it's your the kneecap. bone that sits. Yes, it's your kneecap. Nice. Patella? Is that- uh, no, I think you got it. Is kneecap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta we gotta give you guys this one. So it, if this is my my chest muscle, pectoral. Yeah, I'll go with pectoral as well too. Pectoral. She's like nodding. Correct. Oh, I oh, thought okay. it was a trick question. I was gonna say something weird. I thought like there was three other words that I wouldn't know after that. Something. I was gonna say I could see you lying <laughs> no, there, thinking about your... Anchorman. What did you say on Anchorman? <laughs> <laughs> you, you do have two. Your, your pectoral <laughs> major and minor. Oh. Okay, yeah. I don't think I have a major. I think minor, my pecs are just minor at best. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what is next? Um, what about... No, oh, it's your key. No. This oh. bone down here. Heel spur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think that's right, so go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. No, it's on the bottom of your foot. <laughs> uh, f- back, back foot. <laughs> Uh, foot rear, f- foot rear. I probably doesn't I even have a name. Your, it's not your. I want to say like your plantar fascia, but that's like the muscle. That's an. I just know because of all the things I keep hurting. <laughs> uh, I don't know something that ends in eula is, is my it guess. Heel. <laughs> your calcaneus is is the bone. That was your next guess, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, that's what was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> so that just proves that why it's so important to go see a physiotherapist. And you know what? I learned one thing at least from you and all the time I've gone to see you and that's, I already forgot what I said. <laughs> that's where the uh, kneecap is. So we're, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ted. I think me and Lund knew it was a kneecap. <laughs> So we're going to play another game. This one's going to be just for video. So you can go to YouTube or our social media page to watch it. So we're going to get that set up. Uh, so as we wrap up, Blake and Jen, thank you again so much for coming, hanging out in the backyard. You, I guess you're technically return guests. You, you didn't mean to be, but you were in our, our very first episode there walking through the yard. So Yeah, you're in my shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have you back. And I, I'm sure that's another moment where you think, what the hell are those guys doing? Sitting on the deck in December with microphones. It seemed a little too ambitious for you guys, but you managed to pull it off. Hey, man, things have changed around here since you guys When Dustin gets bored, watch out. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys, for having us. We really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun, and yeah, we appreciate you guys having us on. We'll have to have have you on next year. We'll we'll check back in with your multiple locations and your- (laughs) And And all your bank financing. Yeah, and all your bank financing and your- when you're ruling red deer in central Alberta. Oh, yeah. Once again, Stride Physiotherapy. Go visit them. Go to stridephysiotherapy.ca. I should have looked that up before. Is that that's, that's the website? Accurate. Follow them on social media. Makes sense. And yeah, you know, follow them for all, all the great tips. And obviously, we we don't want everyone to go see them because that means people are getting hurt a lot. But if you are, if you're a Dustin, go see them and they'll treat you right. So thank you again. And I'm not looking forward to this game. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually coming to see you guys tomorrow morning, 730 with Julia. So I saw that. Oh, 
Uh oh. <laughs> I've got something special planned for you, yeah. Mr. Numb Penis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and we record the episode tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, you so guys you can, can hear all about up. it. That's yeah. right. All right. And a huge thank you again to Blake and Jen. I, I'll say right away, we had the campfire going, and I think about 85% of that interview, the smoke was blowing in their face, and we said, oh, it's going the other way. It'll be fine. So thank you for not only putting up with that, Blake and, and Jen, but for obviously coming out. And uh, a great interview there. And first, I got to ask, Walsh, how did your appointment go today? How are you feeling? I feel so much better already. And you know what? Maybe you're just a wuss, Ted, because I, I mean, I've been to physio, and I know they can grind you, but... It didn't hurt that much, whatever she did to me today. And, and I'm feeling a hundred times better here about 12 hours later. So well, go have Blake work on your calves and then talk to me. Yeah, that could be yeah. one of them. I've been a lot. I've been pretty sore when I go to see Blake. So uh, thankfully it wasn't him this morning. Did you get that numb penis all taken care of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know I was, what? I was going to see how long we could yeah. get into this without saying numb penis. We did okay. One of the exercises she gave me, she says, well, do you do yoga? I said, well... I mean, I've taken a class. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that counts, Cap. So, so, I got the, uh, what is it, the, the cat-cow poses oh, to yeah. do as, as some stretches. So, it's for my lower back. So Did you tell her, have you seen Lundy Asana and ask her if that pose was going to help you? <laughs> no, but she did mention that she's worked on you a f- few times and she did corroborate the story that you are indeed a broken man. Oh, you <laughs> went to Julia. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I will say though, like that interview, I had I had FOMO pretty bad. I was texting you boys after oh, really? the interview and, and Blake and Jan are, are good friends. You know, I got, got to know Blake really well after high school and, and through high school and then Jen after they got married and, and they're such great people. And most of your stories you told are true. Like my body's a train wreck, like from hockey, broken backs, broken legs, you know. And I wonder why my daughter's so crazy. And I think back to all the, you know, reckless things I did when I was younger and I, you know, it's payback, I think, but I love stride physio. And yeah, thank you to them. Uh, as I mentioned, go check out our uh, Instagram page or YouTube, all of that for some videos with them as well. And really, if you, anything you need at all uh, wellness related, go check them out, go see them because they are, are great people and huge members of the community too. So thank you to them. And I'd like to say can't wait to see you again, but maybe in a, more of a backyard setting and, and not a clinic setting. So now we're going to move on to our Red Deer Spotlight brought to you by Tourism Red Deer. And just really quick before we get into this one, I, I do want to give a quick shout out to Rene Rondo, the executive director of Tourism Red Deer, because we saw just a week or two ago, he celebrated his one year anniversary in that role with Tourism Red Deer, done some amazing things in the time, short time he's been there. And I can't imagine coming into that role when he did uh, and really trying to hype up Tourism Red, Red Deer and Central Alberta, you know, when, when everything's shutting down. So he's been great to work with. He took a chance on us. We've had a ton of fun going out and what, Lund? Exploring Red Deer's backyard. Oh my God, he did it. Wow. I finally, I'd finally decided to play ball for once, Ted. <laughs> One out of so, 10. Uh, hey, that's better than zero. So thank you again, Renee, for everything you do for us uh, and for Tourism Red Deer. Keep up the great work and looking forward to what you can do when everything's opened up again. So with that, we now will go in and talk about our, our latest Red Deer Spotlight, really more Central Alberta Spotlight because we went, we had a nice day at the Discovery Wildlife Park in Innisfail. Yeah. And Teddy, you're you're nice enough to let our, our kids and, and families tag along and, and you got to be the photographer of the day, which oh, is, yeah. which was awesome. So nice, naive, however you want to put it. Yeah. We, we got to bring our, me and Kev got to bring our kids out and, and we got to invite one more family to, to enjoy it 
Riley and his two daughters. So it ended up being a, a pretty big family day and, and we got to see a, a lion show, a bear show. They got my daughters, uh, I think the youngest of the crew, and, and she was just interested in getting on all the parks. They have so many different parks at that place, little little climbing features. So it, it ended up being such a great day and, and a great way to spend an afternoon, get some exercise, walking around and chasing after kids and, and seeing some cool animals along the way too. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think our favorite part was uh, the bear cubs. They have two. Um, I can't remember. I think they're eight months old or, or four months or something, but they're cute and they just wrestle and climb in trees. Um, the bear show was very interesting. I actually learned quite a bit about bears and their natural habitat and also how to act if you ever encounter them. So I'm always super scared when I'm in the wilderness that I'm going to approach a bear. So I had some great tips and uh, yeah, overall, it was a great day. Well, for someone that wasn't there, Kev, what what are those tips? How are you supposed to react? Well, you got to go and find out. (laughs) Yeah. If you come across a bear, don't run away because it'll just think, it'll act like a predator and think you're prey and it'll just run after you. Yeah, don't give away the farm though. That's one too. You got to go and, and check out the bear show. Oh, I've I've been. It's just been about 15 years. <laughs> oh, bear, bears have changed. <laughs> one cool thing about the bear show too is you can you can have the opportunity if you want to get a picture with the bears after. And, you know, everyone was kind of, it, it was a little hot out. Everyone had kids. So it was a, a bit of like herding cats. I looked at Wall. She said, do you want to get a picture with the bear? And he, I mean, he just, he shook his head so adamantly. Like, I no, think I no, laughed. No, I'm not, <laughs> no yeah. way. It was a, it's a, a great bear show. And then the lion show, which uh, was quite a bit shorter, but that was pretty cool too. Like they have two beautiful lions and they tell you a bit and they they throw them some food and they put on a little bit of a show. And I think for me, obviously I don't have kids. And after watching everyone that day, I don't know if I ever will on purpose. Because <laughs> I mean, like I saw Walsh pull up in the parking lot and it was like 18 minutes later before he made the 30 step oh, walk no. up, up to the gate. Because you got to load the kids in the wagon and sunscreen them and that and I thought oh my god like I got out of my car and walked right up so oh, it was it was like five minutes we're very efficient it was it was I was using hyperbole <laughs> but really it's it's such a nice open space and especially right now when you do want to go places they were great too making sure everyone was distance in all the shows and that no one ever got too close and respected which I hope that's the same like forever because I hate getting crowded in by people you know COVID or, or no COVID but it, it's a cool place they take great care the people there are so knowledgeable. We got to meet Doug, who I think is the owner. Talked to him at the beginning too, that they're passionate about it. And I didn't even really know it existed till last year when Dustin said that it existed. So I thought it was was pretty cool. And whether you're going a date night or with kids or anything like that, definitely highly recommend it. The other thing that's important to touch on too, is that they do have a campsite there, which is, you know, I think they say on their website, you can kind of hear the wildlife at night, which is, which is pretty neat. Um, I know Alberta parks the last couple of years with COVID have been, it's been insane to try and get a camp spot. And some people don't know about the private campgrounds that you can actually go book. So they actually do have a a campground out there and and, uh, some availability, I think, over the summer. So check that out if you... If you want to get out camping and have kids and it could be a cool experience for you. I haven't done it personally, but I, I probably will here either this year or next. I know uh, back when I went, the bears were used in, in movies or movie stars. Uh, are they still? And what about what about the lions? Are the lions also uh, movie stars? I assume that the bears still were because I think they have them, you know, trained and they have good trainers. Don't know about the lions. Well, maybe when this comes out, maybe they'll respond. Yeah, and you're asking an all these questions that you just, I'll take you to the zoo one day and we'll, we'll go right 
write down your list of questions and we'll we'll go figure it all out. Yeah. Yeah, you guys you guys should go have a family day. It's it's a nice it's a nice day. And I guess one last thing on on Discovery Wildlife Park, just a slew of info here. They're open every day, ten to five. Not only do they have camping, they actually have cabins that you can rent out to there for I think it's a hundred bucks a night. Like it's a, a pretty good deal. And yeah, so thank you to Discovery Wildlife. We we had a great time going out there and even uh, basically being like the weird uncle there with hanging out with all the families. I still had a, a great time. It's fun to watch kids have fun. And by kids, I mean Dustin playing in that little airplane playground structure <laughs> that they have there. So thank you to Discovery for having us. And as always, thank you to Tourism Red Deer for sending us out for another uh, super fun day. So head to visitreddeer.com for more great things to do this summer in Red Deer. And, and also, Ted, like when you mentioned Renee, we got to give a shout out to Vicky too with Tourism Red Deer. She's been a, a rock star in helping us out and getting us connected to their members and, and being able to showcase and learn about all their membership and uh, the new businesses that we've never checked out before. Before we move on, I will say, you know, I'm sorry, Lund and Dustin, Walsh and I did not fight grizzly bears as Ted versus Walsh. But do you know who probably could fight a grizzly bear? Who? Mike Sorreo, huh. because you'd have to be a sick beauty to get in a cage with a grizzly bear. And I think he would. <laughs> Do you think he's already fought one before? I heard he went head to head with a hammerhead shark. I don't know if he's done a grizzly bear yet. Because that's how he probably trained when he <laughs> ran the Ironman in 2010. God, we got we to get this guy on. So, you know, Lund, you didn't exactly fight a bear, but you had a little bit of a struggle this week with a, a basically inanimate object. Usually we have story time for Dustin. We're going to have a story time, but you're going to tell a story. Yeah, I got one for you. Story time is brought to you by Designed Riders Private Tattoo Lounge. Designed Riders is back up and running and as always is by appointment only. So visit them on social media or call 403-896-6224 to book your next tattoo today. Oh, wow. That's the first phone number I've had to read. Yeah, you did great. Teddy, when are we going for our tattoos? I was just going to say, I'm going to reschedule those. We, of course, uh, had to postpone just with restrictions. Actually, we postponed even before the restrictions came out because we thought, well, we're going to get there. So I'd say, you know what? Summer of Ted is just starting. So I think the best way to kick that off is to get a new tattoo. So Ted, have you received any responses to your uh, request for... you know, what what your tattoo should be? None that I care to share. Hmm. But honestly, and it's my own fault, a lot of Golden Girls tattoos, which I'm thinking about. And I'm honestly halfway convinced just to get the lyrics, I want it that way, tattooed over my heart. So <laughs> so, so we'll see. I, I could be convinced because it, it, it's, it's funny. It's got a bit of meaning uh, and I can easily hide it because I, I don't like taking my shirt off anyways. So, okay, Lund, I want to know, you, you, you've had a rough week. Start at, start at the very beginning. Ted, I know how to tell a story. I'm not going to start at the end and work backwards. Well, I want to know about... <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, so it all started 34 years ago and I was born and came out and was pretty fit. And uh, fast forward 34 years later and uh, I've been cooped up inside all winter long, obviously, just like the rest of the world. And we had a pretty nice uh, April. And I thought, you know what? I'm really going to take advantage of the nice weather we're having this year. I'm going to get myself a bike. I haven't uh, haven't owned a bicycle. I'm not talking about a motorbike. I'm just talking about your average run-of-the-mill two-wheeler. Um, so I went to Canadian Tire beginning of May and, and purchased 
purchased a pretty decent uh, mountain bike. I uh, spent a little bit of money on it. I was pretty happy with my purchase. And then uh, rode it over to my girlfriend's house. I was probably around the 10th of May. Um, we went for a little bike ride. And as we're going, I noticed one of the brakes didn't work. I thought, oh, shoot, that's too bad. But at least the other brake works fine. That's all I need. And then we get going. And then I, I realized I, I can't really keep up to her very well. And I've got a really pedal on my one my one pedal kind of feels a little bit weird and i thought oh i'm just probably bad at biking and as soon as you start going a little bit fast <laughs> the freaking pedal falls off my bike and uh, this is only like 10 minutes into our bike ride i i didn't fall over or anything but had to stop because you can't pedal with one pedal although you, i tried and it was it was way too hard so i tried to put it back on couldn't fix it so that ended her bike ride that day. Took it back to Canadian Tire uh, a few days later, and they said, uh, "Sorry, we don't we don't do returns. We only do repairs." And I thought, "Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. If you guys could just repair the the brake, the reflector fell off my bike too. So the brake, the reflector, and my pedal, uh, that'd be great." So I left it with them. They gave me a call a couple days later saying, "Hey, sorry. Uh, turns out we can't fix the pedal. You did a number on it. Uh, but would you like this new? Bi- would you like this new bike?" And I thought, "Well, sure. Is it the same thing?" And they said, "Yeah, it's it's the the exact same." version just it's the xl version so just a little bit larger i thought okay yeah fine by me i thought the bike was pretty decent at that point still uh so this past sunday i rode that new bike for the very first time once again went (laughs) over to my girlfriend's house we went on a bike ride for about 45 minutes to an hour went down to sunnybrook Bower, Southbrook, and uh, I'm having I'm having fun once again. I'm still tr- struggling to, to keep up because she's got a, a road bike and I've got this mountain bike. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little bit uh, out of shape when it comes to biking. So anyway, I'm starting to get pretty confident on this bike and doing some little wheelies and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, really starting to feel comfortable, um, r- rode with no hands for a little bit, really built up my confidence. And then we're, we're about five minutes, five minutes away from our house on our way back. And you know that area, the sidewalk where the sidewalk ramps up a little bit so you can get a really sweet wheelie if you really want to. So I thought, oh yeah, you I'm going to curb. Yeah, curb. <laughs> so I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to nail this. I'm going to get a good jump. And and by good jump, I mean I'd get like six inches off the ground, but still pretty. Hey, that's a lot. Pretty freaking sweet. So I, I build up a little bit of speed. I'm not going very fast, mind you. Build up a little bit of speed. As soon as I lift up on the bike, the front wheel pops off. <laughs> And I have, so I have a good half a second to realize what's happening and I just froze. And so obviously my wheel, <laughs> my wheel goes in one direction. I come crashing down and so I smashed my cheek against the sidewalk oh. and I had a pretty good scrape here all this past week. Uh, I got two decent bruises on my thighs from where the pedals hit. My elbow was all bloodied up. My knuckles were all bloodied up. And so I wiped out and my girlfriend slammed on our brakes. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And I said, yeah, but I really wasn't sure if I was okay. I was just in shock that that had happened. And you're trying to be tough. I was. I, I I tried to play it off like no big deal, and I was I was pretty embarrassed because I hadn't wiped out on a bike in a little while, and I didn't know how to react. <laughs> but then I realized, hey, it's not my fault. The the freaking tire fell off <laughs> mid jump. That's not supposed mid-jump. to happen. <laughs> jump. <laughs> so so anyway, like. <laughs> And then, uh, so somehow the tire ended up getting flat. I must have landed on, landed on the tire, I guess, with my face. other part of the bike. Yeah, or my, <laughs> my cheek. <face. laughs> so anyway, like I said, we were only a couple blocks away from our house. So we got home. I 
hopped in the shower to get all the dirt out and she bandaged my elbow up and then she's like you should go to Canadian Tire right now and get your money back I'm like oh they don't do they don't do returns <laughs> and then she goes oh I think they might do a return in this case so yeah sure enough we went right back to Canadian Tire I'm waiting in line I'll, I'll still all bloody with like three bandages on and you took and the busted up bike with you I took the nice. bike up I told them so the kid working there didn't know what to do because he's like no we only do repairs but let me talk let me get the manager the manager comes out Here's my sob story. And she's like, oh my God. Um, yeah, I think we'll be able to d- give you a refund in this case. So yeah, I got my money back and now now I'm bikeless and in the market for a new bike, but <laughs> I gotta build up my confidence again because I'm a little bit a little bit uh it's shattered right now. So Lundy, great story. I'm I'm so glad you didn't tell us that when we saw each other the other night. That was incredible to listen to the first time tonight. Do you think that this was a scenario like when you send your food back and they give you sneezers when you first brought your bike back? <laughs> well, they're like, we're going to get this guy and not put his tire on. <laughs> we're not in the business of slander and Canadian tire here, but I think it's important. Like, I don't know if you did or not. When you get a new bike, doesn't matter where you get it. Make sure, get them to tune it up. I don't know if they did or not. Sounds like they were pretty good about it. I'm personally all for that's, hey, if you want to shop local, go to a specialty bike shop. There's an accidental ad for that. Yeah. So if there's any... Any bike shops listening, DM me. Slide into my DMs. I'm in the market for for a good two wheel, a good safe two wheeler. And this was this was on Sunday, right? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Sunday, Sunday or Monday, and I whatever it was, and I go upstairs, and it's kind of dark, and I just sit down and Lund just, well, you know, it's Sunday night. He's looks a little tired. I knew he went for a big bike ride, and I was like, oh, you look like you got sunburned. You're kind of red in the face. He goes, no, I I had a bike accident, <laughs> and I was like, what? I think, and he just fell, and then he proceeds to tell me that his tire fell off, and then I look at the other side of his face, and we have a picture of it, like from two days after, and his legs, and it's it's pretty bad. So so before we move on to like. This is going to be so funny when my wife listens to this episode because when you first started dating your girlfriend, Ryan, my wife looked at uh, her Instagram and she's quite active outdoors, hiking and biking and stuff. And and obviously we've known you your whole life and you're very athletic, but not the outdoorsy hiking, biking kind of guy. So we were talking about this the other night. And so when she listens to this, she's going to absolutely howl. <laughs> well, and you were supposed to go for a hike that day. And I even said, that yeah. sounds terrible. And he goes, oh, I saw him that morning. Oh, we're not going for a hike. We're going for a bike ride instead. I was like, oh, awesome. He's like, yeah, that's way better. Yeah. And famous last words. In hindsight, we should have gone for that hike. (laughs) But knowing you, you, your shoe probably would have like come apart and you would have fallen down a mountain. Hey, lesson, lesson learned. Just (laughs) check your tires, not just the air pressure. Just check that your tires are well connected to your frame. (laughs) And, you know, Walsh is going to really like this because if you guys remember last episode or two episodes ago, Ryan Lund said, and this is almost word for word. (laughs) Yeah. Like riding a unicycle is just like riding a bike with one wheel. It's easy. I I immediately regretted those statements. <laughs> that was it's karma, not easy. Maybe. Yeah, it's not easy to ride a one wheel bike. And wow, Dustin, and Dustin, no, it is not easy riding a unicycle either. Thank you, Walsh. I know you miraculously had a, a unicycle out at your cabin. So I'm only uh, I've only had it for a week. So I've only had a week, not a, a month, to do it. So I'm working on it. It's gonna happen. It's just holy crap. It, I knew it would be hard, but I'm ter- like, and we had a tree to hang on to that might be dead now, and <laughs> in Dustin's yard. But do you need me to? Do you need me to like act like the parent and just yes, and just hold you there and then say, "I promise I won't let go." I promise I won't let go, and then just let go and lie to you, lie to your face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, 
You can trust me. Yeah. All right. I've got the experience riding yeah. <laughs> one wheelers now. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I want your experience of riding, riding wear, one wheelers. Wear a helmet. Yeah. Here's a tip. Right. To get them going, Ryan, you got to give them a good push. Like a real good push or yeah. just a, okay. And I, you know, I didn't get hurt in the way I thought I would, but like the pedal and like I was bashed my shins and ankles. That's what <laughs> made me pack it in for the night. Like I kept, you know, I'd spin the pedal around too hard trying to get on and bash my shin. And I don't know, Dustin, Dustin hurt a lot of things, but at least he was, he was good social media content. <laughs> so I guess I'm also glad for that because that was, I can't even explain. You only saw a fraction of the different noises he made that night trying to ride the Unis cycle that was a that was a really funny montage i want to see another one of those <laughs> i uh i literally i don't know why i thought this but i thought i could pick it up fast for some reason and i think ted might be taking us out for dinner this month i think so too and hey we're gonna be able to hopefully mm-hmm. right hopefully by mid-june or else you guys are gonna have to move in for a couple weeks but either way we'll we'll make it happen so it is a little progress update it was a late start but we'll get it going i'll try and try and get it done by the time we record our, our next episode and then we can pick someone new which will honestly probably be me but we'll we'll see how that goes so and you know what we're gonna do actually and invite you guys over to the backyard and you might as well honestly you might as well sit and watch and enjoy because if i'm going to go through that and maybe go through a little bit of pain might as well entertain at the beginning and we'll uh you know we'll order from our good friends at door tender just like we did tonight seamless segue right like they people wouldn't even know i'm making a, a sponsor mention here but oh, thank you we should we should have wrote a segue instead of unicycle <laughs> put it on the list we'll put yeah. it on the list okay we, yeah <laughs> paul blart yeah. would you take it off jumps oh yeah I, oh yeah sweet jumps <laughs> yeah you got 10 feet of air <laughs> but <laughs> anyway let's segue back unicycle back uh thank you again door tender you know we're enjoying the oh dear bundle again tonight as as we record and if you haven't given that a try yet you know you support local well five different ways because you got troubled monk red heart belly hop and sawback all in there and you get to support door tender and i think lots of people we know now i know dustin is the king of this but don't forget to every time you refer a friend to door tender and they use it for the first time they get 10 bucks off you get 10 bucks off i dustin probably hasn't even paid for door tender yet because I know he he slings those codes pretty hard, but make sure you do that too, because it, it's new business for them. It saves you some money and it's just one of those things. Again, just try it once. And I, I'm looking forward to using them a lot this summer, actually, just thinking when we're in the backyard having a fire last night, thinking like, it's perfect for that. You get your booze, you get your ice all at once and, and you're good to go. Wow. Once again, we're cruising along. This might be the most efficient we've ever been. And it's because I bought this nice timer for our time captain Lund and we've been going in and because he's the time captain and what he says goes, he wanted to try doing Ted versus Walsh before deer call this time. He just wants some extra time to think about his deer call to get it right. And I'm okay with it where, you know what, I'm more fresh right now. I feel like I'm, I'm ready to go. So yeah, let's get right into Ted versus Walsh round four. Ted versus Walsh is brought to you by Unparalleled Clothing Company. If you want to look half as good as me on the golf course, then you're not setting your sights high enough. Look your absolute best this golf season with one of Unparalleled's two new golf polos. Shop now at unparalleledpw.com. And see, that's why you read your ad reads ahead of time because you would have caught that little jab at you. <laughs> 
And just on the note of unparalleled too, because I forgot to mention this earlier, uh, Stride Physiotherapy, thank you again for the hats that they got made from unparalleled. Uh, we all got a hat too, which, uh, which is awesome. It's great to see all that kind of community connection. Everything comes full circle. And I have to say, Lund, because I don't say a lot of nice things about you, that might be the best you've ever rocked a hat. I don't know what it is, but you, you look fantastic. Well, when I fell off the bike, it kind of reshaped my head. <laughs> so now these hats, <laughs> now these hats just fit, fit perfectly. All right. So... Another round of, of Ted versus Walsh. I'm down 2-1. You know, I'm just glad I still live here after that that newlywed game. And, and I have to say, shoes have been put away every day since then. So we, we took the long way there. It was a bumpy road, but things have never been better on Teasdale Drive. Yeah, I took the higher road and decided to start <laughs> moving my shoes out of the middle of the door, I guess. Ted's been a lot lot happier about it. So I guess it's it's strengthening our relationship. But let's go. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, let's play. We're going to play sponsor categories tonight. We're going to play, uh, I guess for those who don't know what categories is, it's going to be, you know, 10, I guess, clues or questions. We're going to name a letter at the start of the round and uh, they have to come up with answers that start with that letter. We'll give these guys a minute to submit their answers, Ooh. and then and then we'll go through their answers. Lundy, you got the you're the captain. You're gonna yeah give yeah, us I a got timer, the timer bud. Okay, so round one, they have the sheets in front of them, and you guys have one minute. You guys are going with the letter D. Time. Oh, yeah, that's hard. So the Black Falls Bulldogs support us. What was the kind of dog that started with D? I didn't spell it right, but a, a dashhound, a dashhound, like a wiener dog. A dashhound is correct. Yeah. I had Dalmatian. Whoa, yeah. boys. Good start, at least. Somebody must have watched Cruella. <laughs> so, an Alberta city or town? Didsbury. Yeah, that's correct. Drumheller. Drumheller. Good job, boys. Oh. I would have went Delburn, but you know. Well, you're not in the game. <laughs> <laughs> on the menu at Bo's. I blanked. Yeah, I blanked on that one, too. Oh, no. Ooh. They're going to be pissed at you guys. Yeah. How about Our, a drink? Yeah, I, I should. <laughs> I, was, I was about to put drink. <laughs> a double burger. It's it's hard. Or yeah. just a a double highball. Yeah, Brandon. We're gonna get a call from Brandon next week. Yeah. Thanks a lot, boys. A TV show. I'm leaving this to the judges. I said Donald Duck, but I don't know if that's a specific. I don't TV think show. there's duck. There's, du- there's Ducktails. Ducktails. Ducktails oh, would have worked. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm not giving you Donald Duck. Kev. I didn't have one. I was too. I was too focused on the other ones. Two two tie still. Uh, something you can buy from Gord's Smoke Shop. I'm wrong. I wrote dope. They don't even sell that. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything you need but the weed. <laughs> like, man, if I was the guy who wrote all the sponsor ads all the time, I'd look like an idiot right now. You basically wrote the one thing they don't sell. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a cigar brand, but I don't really know any. So uh, I didn't have anything for that one. Oh, man. Would a diffuser have worked? Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm good at, I'm so good at this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. How about a vehicle, boys? I said a, a Datsun. Yeah, that, that counts. I said a Dodge Avenger. Hey, yeah. 16. Yeah. Take me back to 16. <laughs> I, good job. Walsh three, three, for boys. sure got this one and I didn't. I got nothing for. A tax term for Travis Kleck he would use. I said debit. Oh, boy, Walsh. <laughs> the only That's... thing would be like that my accountant usually says depreciation. is Oh, I thought you were gonna say debt. <laughs> what, yeah. How did I? How do I not know these? Jesus. <laughs> Famous female Demi Moore. Good one, Teddy. I had Danica Patrick. Oh, that's a good one too. All right, what tattoo are you guys getting? Uh, Dorothy from Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, that counts. That's good. 
My dog. Nice. <laughs> That's soft, but I like it. That's, that is so soft. <laughs> I, I didn't hear dog at first. My, <laughs> what do you think you said? Dong? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't my matter dong? what you said. No, don't say yeah. it. My numb it penis. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we said it. <laughs> All right. Oh. What about a board game? I doubled up on the D's. I don't think it counts, but don't wake daddy. Yeah, that's good. That'll count. Just for one point though. That's a good one. I I didn't have one, but I was actually, I was trying to think of one that had multiple words in it. And I think I was trying to think of that one, Ted. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew there was one with some D's about something with don't. <laughs> <laughs> good, good try, Kev. So I got six out of 10 on that one. Yeah. Walsh also got six. So it's tie after round wow. one. Okay. You're going with the letter R. All right, let's see how you guys did for round two. A type of house Andrew Russell has sold. Uh, I said ranch style. I said a rustic house. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I can't I'll prove give, either of those wrong. Yeah, I guess those are both good, I think. I'll give them, yeah, I'll give them both a point for that. A word with double letters. Now, is that like any letter can be doubled? Yeah, like in a row. Yeah, okay, so I said rally. Yep, that'll work. See, I, I took that as t- double R's in a row. So I, I said correction. I think we'll... No, but uh, it doesn't start with an R. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I, I said sorry and crossed it out. Yeah. That one will not count for Mr. Walsh. All right. Oh, 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 pretty strict, Mr. Moore. I forgot what the rules of categories were there for a second. That was poor, poor instructions, but that's okay. I'll, I'll eat it. DNA plumbing term. I said rim, like the toilet rim. That's a good one. I don't have one. Isn't you it called I, I, I put curb cock because it had a, an R in it. <laughs> <laughs> a really big curb cock. Yeah. If I learned anything from that DNA plumbing interview, you could just say any word that starts with R and then add, add the word cock at the end of it. <laughs> hey, okay. probably correct. Hey, oh, I'm not I'm not adding that word to rim. I I uh <laughs> I got to say I the DNA thing did teach me something cuz this weekend out at the cabin my father-in-law I was asking where the property line went to and he said, "Oh, it goes up to that curb cock that's open by the road and and i i actually knew exactly what he was talking about um oh, so i was very proud that. of myself so thank you mike dempster yeah, what a day well, boy. Uh, pizza toppings <laughs> i said ranch i said red peppers oh teddy pizza you put, dip yeah That's no, a pizza you, dip. you put you could put ranch right on top of your pizza i don't want li- pizza sauce is a topping then so is ranch I don't think pizza do you sauce order is a it, topping. Do you order it from the pizza place? Like you request them to put the ranch on at the restaurant? Some some have it. Okay, don't. I'm just making my case, but it's up to you guys at the end of the day. I'm I'm gonna say if no. It goes, if it go can go on top, it's a topping. I could have said cookies, and it, I could put cookie on a pizza if I want. Yeah, yeah I like red we, pepper. I don't like okay, I don't like I'll ranch. Take it. A muscle stride physio has worked on. I couldn't think of anything. Well, they worked on my paraspinal this morning, so. Well, that doesn't count. I, I, after the fact is I should have just said rear end, but. That would or, have counted, yes. Yeah. I would have said rheumatoid arthritis. That's not a muscle. That's a condition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. You guys better get this one. Canadian capital cities. The city that rhymes with fun, Regina. Kev? No. D- well, I, I thought Regina, <laughs> but I didn't think that was a capital city. <laughs> Oh, what did so you, you say, Red Deer? You didn't get it. <laughs> no. What did you say? Nothing. Wah, wah. Yeah, you gave us, there was too many categories. Not enough time. A drink from Troubled Monk. I said a red ale. Rebel's red ale, if we're... Yeah, no, I think red ale's good enough. <laughs> Mr. Walsh? Yeah, I said red ale as well. All right. Yeah. Nice. Alberta sports team. Rebels. Yeah. Same. Red Deer Rebels, okay. yeah. <laughs> good a one. tourism Red Deer member. I think we both blanked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything. 
Well, you can pretty much just put Red Deer in front of anyone. I guess uh, Red Deer or Heritage Ranch. The Red Deer Museum. Oh, yeah. And last one, items in a vending machine. I wanted to go with something different, so I said ranch chips. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of what those, some sort of ring-shaped chips or something, but I couldn't remember what they were called. Those are Fritos. Maybe that's it. Yeah. But are they Frito rings? I think if you had said ring-shaped chips, even I would have given it to you. Mm. But you didn't. Lundy, are we giving them ranch-flavored chips? I think it's Doritos ranch flavors. No, but it's not. It could just be any ranch-flavored chips. I like ranch. I'll give them ranch chips. Okay, Teddy, you got seven, and Walsh got four. So you got a three-point lead going into round three. Okay, boys, we're going to, for the sake of the podcast, we're just going to tell you the letter. You're going to go off for a minute, and then we'll go through the questions after. So you are dealing with the letter M. Okay. All right, boys. Well, she's down by three. So we'll go through here. It was the letter M. So the first clue was Louis Corvo from Warren Sinclair. What is his favorite legal word? I said mock trial because that's the episode of Suits I watched right before this. <laughs> <laughs> I say marriage. Okay. I'll take, I'll accept oh. both those. Also works for what is Ted Emmett's least favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take both those. Just kidding. It's salad. (laughs) So a Red Deer street name. I just, I put mine because I live on Teasdale Drive. (laughs) Give me an X. Yeah. Yeah. We're not giving you that one. (laughs) I said Moon Crescent. Attaboy. Walsh is only down by two. A type of insurance from beyond insurance. Uh, This is something Walsh is an expert on is motorcycles. That was a really good one. I didn't have anything for that one. Okay. The lead grows to three again. Canadian Prime Ministers. I said Mulroney. Brian Mulroney. So I guess yeah, it depends I mean, if you're looking for first no, name no, or not. No, that counts. That counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that that, I, just, I just wasn't sure if that was a Prime Minister. Yeah, he was before Chrétien, I believe. Okay, cool. I didn't have anything. Ooh, mine would have been John A. McDonald, so. Well, who remembers that guy? Uh, so Teddy takes a, a four-point lead here, so all, zeroing in on the win. So your favorite order from door tender. And don't say mine. <laughs> no, yeah, I just said monk. If you want to, the, the monk, troubled monk. I'll leave that up to Dustin to decide. Even I'm going to say no. That was a bad no. answer. Yeah. Kev, do you have one? Yeah. Mike's hard lemonade. Oh, okay. Oh. Here we go. So uh, still still down by three with uh, five to play. Allergies? Uh, I said me because most women seem to be. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to give him that one. Me I too, but did. I'm not gonna. Oh, yeah, <laughs> please. I'm so I'm so lonely. Please do it. <laughs> Kev, I said mice. Okay, yeah, oh. people can be allergic to to mice poop, and and mice. <laughs> yeah, who brought the poop into it? Okay. <laughs> Kev's down by... Two with four questions left. Oh, no. None of these are good. <laughs> the coolest thing that Mike Sereo has done. Meet Dustin. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, of course you would. I said make balloon animals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> that, was a, yeah, that was a layup. That'll also play. So down two with three to play. U.S. states. Montana. Yep. I had Michigan. And Michigan yep. will work too. So down to two to play. All those sponsors we have in the U.S. states. Yeah. yeah. Prospective sponsors. A hockey team that Jarrett Smith from Unparalleled Clothing Company has played for. <laughs> I like to recycle answers. So I said mine because I once was the GM of the Red Deer Rustlers. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a good effort. I said uh, he showed me some of the jerseys hanging on his wall. So I think he's uh, he played on the Minnesota Golden Golf Gophers. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be a real answer, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> What? He, I thought it was a team he actually played. It has to be a team he actually played for. Yeah. I saw yeah, the jersey. Walsh, Walsh is wrong. Yeah. Walsh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Walsh is wrong. But I'll, I'll accept your answer since you were the GM and it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter and anymore. it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. Did you guys have an answer for Red Deer Parks or Bodies of Water? Yeah. I got a good one. A mud puddle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll accept that. That's good. I had McKen- McKenzie Trails. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. We'll so, give you two points for that. Yeah. Tie game. So, yeah. Here's the here's yeah. tiebreaker. <laughs> no, great, great job, Teddy. 2-2. Two, two. Uh, that was a fun one. That was a, a fun one to create with our sponsors. And yeah, you guys did a good job with that. I, I'm not sure I would have done that good. So. Yeah, you guys got it, more it points. Hard. More points than I would have got. We, we do apologize to some of our sponsors and <laughs> some of the times where we blanked. Uh, but it was hard. Like if I had a minute and 10 seconds, it pro- we probably could have done a bit better. I'm really good at operating within that time frame. So, <laughs> and, and, and I know Walsh, you're, you're not, you're not tip top either tonight. So I commend your effort because I, I thought you did a pretty good job and you should have just said mine or ranch a bunch more and you probably would have won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm almost ready to like pack it in because usually that's the the end of the episode, but we're we're not quite done. And so now, instead of wrapping up, we're gonna go. You've had lots of time to think about this, Lund. We're going into deer call. Oh, you have to be getting close. I mean, that's that was, gotta be or, up there. or what was it? That was like a a bait. Was it a I baby tr- giraffe dying? I tried yeah. to do that one from the throat. That was yeah. That was my th- your project. You know, I've been trying for twelve episodes mm-hmm. to really get you to project, and you finally did it. And, and we're we do through. it did hurt a little bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. We need to get a hunter on the show to actually show us <laughs> yeah. how to do we'll, it properly. We'll, we'll get there. We'll find one. Speaking of hunter, if you're a house hunter, we had a great troubled tea time with Andrew Russell the other night. Make sure you go and watch that. Uh, some great tips there and afterwards we we chatted with him too and he was saying hey like let's have some more fun with the ad reads now he he, i think you know where to find andrew you know who he is what he does he said let's change it up um and so i thought this time i thought i'd write him a nice little poem that's nice because you know you know i feel a lot of feelings lund you know we all feel strongly about andrew and he deserves it so here we go an ode to andrew russell but by ted emmett This is a poem about Andrew. He has a great beard, which you already knew. You've heard his name many times from us or have seen his face while you wait for the bus. Andrew is easily the best realtor in town. He'll show you 50 houses with a smile, not a frown. So if you're ready to stop being a renta, go see Andrew Russell. And tell him Lundy sent ya. my god that was dr seuss yeah. <laughs> uh, i think hallmark's really gonna i think yeah. i got a good one i think hallmark's gonna pick it up yeah there's no way there's no way they can cut you this time yeah. you know what that reminded me of you two doing that is just i could just picture mr deeds that's, a, that's exactly picture. what i was going for that's what that was the hallmark joke that we just made <laughs> but really andrew there's your poem uh you said you wanted something different i think next you're gonna want your money back bet you'll regret asking us to do something different. And that that poem is copyright. Yeah, I know. He's going to love that. (laughs) He's got a really dumb sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I wasn't afraid to write it and say it and put my feelings for Andrew out there. But I found out from this deer call and looking at people's answers, I am afraid of a lot of shit. 
<laughs> but we did ask, we put the call out for the biggest fears and as always got some great answers and we'll, we'll start off right away. Kelly and Paul both said mice. Maybe they're allergic too. Or mouse turds. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that too. There's there's one coming up, but yeah, mice like and all rodents. Paul said all rodents and think about that and like, yeah, I, oh. They're just not clean. I mean, they like hardly ever take showers and <laughs> they're just like, who knows where they've been, right? So I agree. R- rodents are scary. Katie and uh, not, not our Dustin, a different Dustin both said chickens. I have a neighbor six or seven houses down that have chickens in their backyard. I've never been afraid of chickens. They kind of gross me out a little bit, but... Well, what if they have large talons? Yeah, I'm still not scared yeah. of chickens. Yeah, you can outrun a chicken. Yeah. A lot of people, Ashley and, and a couple other people said birds too, along with chickens. And I, I think I just don't like most animals because yeah, birds freak me out because they're, they're, they're kind of gross. Most of them and kind of shifty and you know, they have got sharp beaks and like Canadian geese. I, I'll, everyone knows that I'm terrified of Canadian geese. My wife being Ashley too. So it's pretty funny. She hates birds more. Like she is terrified of them. Yeah. Like speaking of birds, have you guys ever been pooped on by a bird? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay. Oh, t- a, a bunch. Yeah. So actually <laughs> a bunch. too many times. I think I was like eight years old and we were in Montreal and there's like this big, I don't know, like biodome type of place and lots of birds and stuff. And there's this huge, huge bird way at the top, like honestly, probably like 50, 70 feet above us. And everyone's like, oh, look at that bird. And all of a sudden I, I felt like I got hit with a rocket ship. And like, there was like seven of us standing there all got absolutely like it was a lot. Well, it's always it's always diarrhea too. Hey? Yeah, it's they're not turds. It's just it's liquid. <laughs> it's liquid poop. It's, it's always Taco Tuesday for the birds. Yeah. Okay, for, forget I asked. I uh, I'll <laughs> well, never, I got lots of stories about birds. Like, I can't. I'll never forget my uh, when I was younger. My those are like the two two first rules I learned outside. Don't look directly at the sun. And when you look up, make sure your mouth is closed (laughs) so the bird doesn't shit in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. So Kevin Strybosch, the big brave athlete, said snakes, spiders, frogs, and being a failure. (laughs) (laughs) That last one is And I'll tell you what, Kevin, you shouldn't be afraid of snakes, spiders, or frogs. Ooh, I see what he did there. No, he's... He's fine. But really, yeah, snake. If there's one thing I'm deadly afraid of, it's snakes. And everyone should be. If you don't have legs, you shouldn't be able to move. Yeah, no, makes sense. I thought you were going to say poor grammar. I thought I thought that's what you were afraid of. No, I live that every day. I, I, especially when I used to work with Dustin and have to edit his stuff all the time. I think snakes are fine, like especially those garden snakes. Garter but- snakes? <laughs> I call them garden snakes. I mean, sticks. I guess if you find one in the garden, that's, that's I, a garden that's snake. The, that's basically the only spot I found them. But then, <laughs> like it, when we're talking about like like movie snakes, like anacondas, that's when oh, it gets. Yeah. That's when it starts creeping me out a yeah, bit. That's a little more than a snake. That's uh yeah. So that's why I'm never going to the rainforest. The the Amazon. Yeah. No, that's why. Um, here's what Amy said: open water, and I didn't know I was afraid of this until she said it. As long as you got a life jacket, though. The, but think about like in, you're like in the middle of the ocean in open water, not like open water on Gull Lake. <laughs> like, how would you get there? Like, let's uh, someone fall off a boat. Uh, yeah, that's like really, or someone's trying. Or, to- like, you're actually. I guess if you're afraid of it, you wouldn't go. But you go like deep sea diving or or what? Cruise on a cruise. This one kind of loops into my one of my biggest fears is airplanes and. I don't know if it's necessarily open water that I'm scared of, but when I am over the open water in airplanes, it does freak me out a little more. So I can buy into that one. I see. I kind of, when I'm on an airplane, I kind of like being 
over the open water because I think if we go down, we still may be able to have a smoother landing, a splashdown instead of hitting hitting the ground right off the bat. Yeah, but what are you going to do? You've thought a lot about this. You're going to swim million miles to shore? Well, they, well he doesn't have chest they, hair anymore, got, so he's going to swim faster. They've got flotation devices on the on the plane, and they're tracking the plane. I mean, they don't find every plane, but they find most of them, of the ones that go down. Okay, so I guess Dustin, oh, you're cured. Your your phobia yeah, you is just, cured. Thanks you just to brought, You just brought my fear to level ten. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I can't wait till we go on a plane. Just just have some whiskey in the back row, and then you'll forget all about where you are. <laughs> Justin said heights, which I'm kind of. I don't know. For me, it's like I could be on the tallest building ever and be fine. But if I'm on like a five foot ladder or something that's not quite sturdy, then I'm then I'm a little worried. If it's not sturdy, I don't think it's heights. I think it's fear of falling. Fear of falling. But even like, even a, okay, maybe the ladder is kind of steady. I'm still like, if I'm not secure, like if I, I could stand on a tall building and some people can't even, right, like go up. Like, I think there's different level, different levels of fear of heights. <laughs> <laughs> different, different floors. Like for me, I, I, as long as I'm safe, like in a building or like even on my roof is fine. But if I were to like tightrope walk between two, between two buildings, or if I were to go bungee jumping, or if I were to go skydiving, I think I'd be a little bit, a little bit more yeah. freaked out. I'd be more freaked out too because we'd be living in the Matrix or something. If you did any of those things, <laughs> I want to go. I I want to. Do you can't even ride a bike with two yeah, wheels. No, baby steps, <laughs> baby steps. This summer bike, next summer bungee jumping. So Ashley had had more, and nothing on here about Dustin, but she said big ugly fish and eels. And I, I hate swimming. I Man, I am not a brave... Pro. I know I look like a big, burly, tough guy, but I hate fish too. Like when you're snorkeling and they come near you, I'm I'm out. And people used to throw bread like all around me and stuff too, so all the fish would come. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty rough, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess the really, really ugly fish might freak me out, but... You don't... Man, they could have great personalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should... You either hate all fish or none of the fish. Yeah, okay. there are some scary looking fish out there. Like though. like barracudas or uh, that's, mm. I don't know if that's an actual fish or just a yeah, different type yeah, of mammal. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I love going snorkeling and and swimming with all the fish, all the fishies. Yeah, just keep me away from the sharks. I'm sure this will come up later, but yeah. as long water. as I don't have yeah. as long as I don't have sharks around me, I'm good. Here's a legitimate fear. Jody said her biggest fear is hiring an idiot to run a foundation. Oh, sorry, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, she said <laughs> losing her teeth. <laughs> oh shit yeah i mean i've lost my four te- my four front teeth from a hit from behind and uh it's not fun so i got four veneers up top but uh and i know another friend of ours has lost like 16 teeth from <laughs> different hockey injuries and and, <laughs> and he keeps going back and he keeps yeah, yeah he keeps playing with us he's trying but, to go uh, for the full collector set <laughs> yeah. do all of us like do you i do any of us have our full original set of teeth i know i'm Half of one of my front teeth is fake. I have all mine, but I had eight teeth pulled when I was a kid. Cavities, the, eh? like baby teeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least they grew back. Well, so I don't. I don't think that. I don't think the molars do. Oh, yeah. You would know. Hey, I know I where know. we can find out. In all fairness, though, when I lost my four front teeth, I was pretty happy. They were pretty crooked. Oh, you had a cheese grater in your mouth <laughs> before that. But honestly, I probably like fairly often I have not quite a nightmare, but I have dreams where like all of a sudden like I can wiggle my teeth and feel them loose. And that's a, more of a fear than actually like losing them is just me one day in real life having like my two teeth start to wiggle, which is weird. Yeah, because I, I brush them twice a week like you're supposed to. So be fine. <laughs> 
And here's a good one to end on because, and this is, she swears it's legitimate and she's terrified of it. Kayleen is scared of mustard. Like, like <laughs> not eat? mouse turds, mustard. Like eating it or just like seeing just, it? I think just seeing it. Like, and honestly, I'll flash back when I was younger. I watched an episode of Maury, <laughs> good old Maury Povich, educational television that's fine <laughs> and this lady her phobia was mustard and they brought out a plate of mustard and she ran away screaming <laughs> so like it's a and i looked it up like it's a legit phobia that's so like are the people afraid of ketchup and other condiments yeah i, I don't know i mean was it the, I, is it the smell or the color or what, what would it be i don't know if kayleen when you're listening uh slide into lund's dms a about a bike and b about mustard and yeah let us know about your fear a little more like <laughs> Like I now that, it's we've, not a great, now that we've outed yeah. you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we didn't. She, you know the rules when you post something <laughs> on our Instagram, or I, maybe it was Facebook. Whatever, that's splitting hairs. But maybe it's the color. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, don't I hate like the it smell. Personally. I hate the smell of mustard. Yeah. No, is it just regular mustard or Dijon mustard too? Well, French. no one's afraid of Dijon mustard. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different. <laughs> I hate mustard, but I like Dijon mustard, right? So it's yeah, yeah. No, we got we've got a lot we've got a lot to figure out. So one thing that wasn't on your list, Ted, that's on my list is being buried alive. Oh, suffocation! Of, yeah. Yeah. Me, stop bringing new fears. Yeah, to like life. I think yeah. I think most people would be scared if you were in that situation. But it's I the same like it. lump lump drowning into that same thing, yeah. like yuck. And I think yeah. probably every single person in this world, like that's a fear for them. Well, there's always like you, there's movies and in some action movies, sometimes that's the end result. And, and then you just start thinking about, oh man, what if that was me? Would I start panicking or would I be yeah. act cool the whole time? <laughs> do, you, do you guys have any irrational fears? Like I am still mostly terrified of puppets <laughs> and like certain, like certain more creepy looking puppets. Even some of the Muppets, like I could like still terrify me and gave me nightmares. Yeah, no, I, I don't think well, I could you were afraid puppets. of dinosaurs. Yeah, that's not irrational. That's completely <laughs> rational. You crazy? When they come back, because they are coming back. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna I'm gonna move to a place where we're, I'm on the other side of the globe from from where they're they're keeping the T Rexes. You'll be able I to know, find them at Discovery Wildlife Zoo soon. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. But I wouldn't go there then. Well, Not if they had the T-Rexes. You no, might see a dinosaur you. tomorrow because it's someone's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, <Yeah>. Dustin. <laughs> the two fears that you you missed out on that I have though are first off, elevators. I'm absolutely terrified every time I get in an elevator. I try to take the stairs as much as I can. If I ever get stuck in one, I think it might be the end of me. Secondly, I have a fear of missing out. Big time. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Like that's... every growing up, I was always the last to bed whenever we had get togethers. I was always, I just can't miss out. I, it drives me insane. You guys it know It drives that, us so. insane too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow, the wow, whole time you're wow, on wow, paternity wow, leave, how's work? How's work? What's going on at work? I'm like, it's work. I'm sorry for your friends talking to you, Ted. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> So, well, yeah, I found out I'm afraid of even more than I thought. Uh, other things, no one no one brought up ghosts or vampires or anything like that. I think that might be maybe just an unspoken thing. But thank you again to everyone. We always have fun with these deer calls. And one thing we haven't done, if you have an idea for a deer call, you know, a lot of you have our numbers, text one of us, message us whatever like we're always looking for for good ideas and we're probably going to run out pretty soon so uh, get at us for that and i'm going to probably not sleep tonight because i got a lot of things to think about 
and I, I keep forgetting the, the, you know, the time captain changed the order on us, but that's, that's it. That's all. We made it through another episode, a, a good one. Uh, Kevin Walsh sends his regrets. He had to hop off the call uh, pretty quick here. Uh, so I'll be doing his closing remarks in a little bit, and uh, I'm sure he's really excited for that. Before we get there, thank you again, everyone. Episode 12. I think every time we get through another one, it's cool for us. Uh, this thing keeps going and even it keeps gaining speed and gaining more and more support. And thank you so much to Stride Physiotherapy, not only for being our episode sponsor, but of course, they had us in. They gave us the run assessment, the compression socks. Uh, you know, Blake and Jen are going to continue to be close friends of ours and big supporters. So thank you to them. And one last time, make sure uh, anything you need that they're, they're the next place you go to. And this is a topic right now. It's a hot button issue. I know a lot of people feel one way or the other about it, but it's really important that everyone does this. And I, I'm not normally going to be the guy to tell you what to do. And you may think, oh, I'm just one person. I'm not going to make a difference in the grand scheme of things. But it's really important that you go and subscribe to our YouTube page because we are working kind of hard making all that content. You thought I was going to go somewhere else, didn't you? No, I knew what you were doing, but I didn't know where you were going to go with it. <laughs> I knew you're like, oh man, he's sitting up this vaccine thing pretty hard. Like, <laughs> you had me. You had yeah. me on the tip of my the tip of my seat, which is pretty good. It's hard to get you even close to off the couch, but yeah. really. We're always going to have the plug to pump up those logarithms on social media, uh, especially really following us on YouTube. Uh, that's that's more important than you think. And, you know, the, the video content, I think, is good not only for us, but it's another way for you to get to know uh, the people we interview. Obviously, you have the visual and, and a lot of the stuff we do. So we really appreciate all the support there. And as always, big thank you to Bose Bar and Stage. Uh, I know, Brennan, we might have something, hopefully have something teed up pretty cool for episode 13. I don't want to speak too far ahead, but we've got some cool things in the works with with Brendan and the gang at Bose. So can't wait for that. And thank you as always to them for their support. And finally, uh, we're going to go to everyone for your final remarks. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, thanks for another fun episode, fellas. Hopefully, this is going to be the last one we we have to do over Zoom for a while. But let's not jinx it. Let's just uh, be cautiously optimistic. So yeah, looking forward. Summer's right around the corner, and yeah, hoping to to see a lot of old friends I haven't seen uh in the next three or four months here. Best summer ever. Crushing it. And you're actually both f cordially invited to what is this? The fourth, the third, the fourth summer of Ted. <laughs> yeah, thanks, fellas. Fun night. Uh, really, thanks to our time captain tonight. He he cruised us through this episode. We're just over two hours of, of recordings tonight, which I think we're usually slipping past three. So kept us on time. He's going to keep Ted happy with the shoes and and now the recording time and, and less editing. So things are looking up for that relationship. And, and it doesn't look like you guys will need to call Louis too soon anyways. But like Ted said, you know, Thanks to the viewers and hammer that subscribe button. And, and if you can do anything for my birthday, because it is in two hours, go visit some of our restaurant friends next week when, when you're able to and, and support them. They need it a ton right now with, with all the shutdowns and money they spent on patios and such. So um, enjoy once we kind of get looser on restrictions and, and make sure you're staying safe at the same time. So hope to see everyone soon. And that's the least you could do for Dustin's birth. Well, that's not true. The least you could do is nothing to, if, if we're being technical. But I, I think that's a great way to celebrate Dustin's birthday and probably the only way because I don't actually feel like going to your birthday party. So, But hey, on behalf of Kevin Walsh, I'm really glad the weather is nice out and go check out Rob Ray. And Ted, thanks for doing such a great job and having way better hair than me. And Ryan, you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet you if we went somewhere in between those two voices, we would get <laughs> Kevin Walsh. Uh, thanks, Kevin, though. You, you know, on that note for you guys, you always have to put time aside and, and things can pop up. So I always appreciate uh, not just getting to hang out, but the time you guys all make for this. So could have said it in the glad game, but I'm saying it now to end us off. And you know what, Ryan Lund, I, I didn't tell you about this, but why don't you close us out with a, just close us out. Oh, folks, that's all. Oh, I was hoping for better, but we'll use it.